StoryCorps Columbus is the new podcast and radio series from WOSU Public Media. We're excited to bring you interviews from Central Ohioans who shared their stories during StoryCorps' recent visit to our city. I'm your host, Leticia Wiggins, and we want to share a little bit of what's to come, starting October 17th on 89.7 NPR News. What's up, everybody? My name is Derek Brown. Today's date is Wednesday, July 3rd. We are in Columbus, Ohio. Location, Columbus, Ohio. This is Columbus, Ohio. I am 52 years old. I am 10 years old. And you're 96 years old. I'm 96 years old, yes. You and I have been friends for 11 years now since undergrad. My coworker is interviewing me. I am talking to my wife, Holly. And I'm talking to a new friend. It's a good thing to be here today and, and to talk about our, our community. The interesting thing about our neighborhood is we've had deniers for so many years, for 10, 15 years, about Bronzeville not existing. But, but not understanding that, that our Bronzeville Columbus is one of the few African-American communities that have over 5,000 residents, still predominantly African-American, but that they're still a living, breathing, ethnic, identifiable community. That people were saying that, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember. Well, there are a lot of cultures in the world that disappeared. Doesn't mean that they never existed. This is a recollection about the remembrances of our daughter, Katie, and her life. So John, when did you first notice Katie was trying to communicate with us, and particularly with you? Her first communication, um, strangely enough, was, uh, was wiggling her eyebrows. Because she was deaf and, and couldn't make any sound, or sounds didn't register with her, she would observe us, and, and we'd be looking down, and particularly me, I, with my horn rim glasses, when I would see her, I'd come in with an excited expression, and my eyebrows would pop up above my glasses. Her, um, her wiggling of her eyebrows led the developmental pediatrician in the hospital to tell us that she, you know, she said, this girl's, there's something going on uh, inside that girl who wants to really communicate with us and really encourage us to uh, get her into sign language. I didn't know what refugee was, that we, ne- we were never taught about refugees in life. So we were registered as refugee in July 16, 1992. Family of eight. That was the day when Nepal received the heaviest influx of Bhutanese refugee. There were 57 trucks lined up. All these trucks were carrying refugees from Bhutan. Local communities would not welcome you because they think that we are, we suck their benefit. So we live in that life of scarcity for those 20 years. So in 2010, we got everything approved and I came to U.S. through U.S. Department of Refugee Program. I came to Rhode Island and after a year, I decided to come to Columbus to visit my uncle. But as I dropped Morse Road, I fell in love with Columbus. I don't know why. I decided to bring all my family members. So we moved to Columbus in 2012. Years later, when I was old, white-haired, had a beard, fat gut, and I'm at the swimming pool watching my grandchildren go down a slide, and this little girl pulls my swimming trunks, and and I lean down, she says, are you Santa Claus? (laughs) And I put my finger up to my lips and said, shh. 
<laughs> she might remember that forever. <laughs> well, thank you for talking with me. Well, I hope I said the proper things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. Good job, Willis. I think we've done yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think we've done. We yeah, continue to do great it. things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. All right. So this is the time where we're like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Let's go back to our beds now. I think a real person telling a real story makes a difference. Tune in to 89.7 NPR News during All Things Considered starting October 17th and subscribe to StoryCorps Columbus podcast at wosu.org slash StoryCorps Columbus or wherever you get your podcasts.